The following is a presentation of the Queen's Sports Network. It's an upset of seismic proportions. Down goes the reigning champs. If it's fair, it's God, and it is God. Six nothing Queens. The Royals are still the kings of the Southeast region. This is episode 11 of the Queen's Coaches Show podcast. I'm your host, Phil Constantino. And today we step out of the box a little bit and we talk to Associate Athletic Director for Development, Todd Nebaker. Hello, Mr. Nebaker. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Phil. Thank you for having me. You don't have to be a coach to be on the Coaches Show podcast. The only requirement is that you are a member of the staff in the Queen's Department of Athletics. For now, maybe those requirements will be a little bit less stringent in the future. Uh, you have served at times as an interim head coach. I think everyone who's ever worked in collegiate athletics has stepped into that role at the small college level. We won't talk about that today. We'll actually talk about your job duties and your responsibilities and uh, your life in college athletics it's, a little bit. It's been a journey. It's been a journey. So you've been in Utah, Massachusetts, Vermont, back to Utah, now North Carolina. You were in, in North Carolina at one point. How many places have you been? Oh, I can't even count. Um, enough. So I interned at Queens eight years ago, Phil, and uh, it was awesome. I loved it. It was back before we had this beautiful building that we're in now, the Levine Center. Uh, we were in the oven, um, and I was in charge of a lot of the corporate partnerships, a lot of the development, and a lot of the marketing. So it was Kind of, I did everything. Uh, from there, I went and got my master's degrees and always kept my eye on Queens. And so when this this opportunity opened up, I, uh, I jumped at it. it. It was a good opportunity for me and my family and uh, wanted to get back here. Why come back? Because your previous gig seemed like a pretty good one. It was at a growing university in Utah, Utah Valley, newly to the Division One ranks within the last few years, and rapidly growing as far as enrollment, as far as financial resources as far as just overall fan interest so why leave that and come back to queens queens is really where my heart is i love the the model that we have here uh high level athletics where we are we're, we're really placing high in the learfield cup we have really successful teams but it's also where we can have we call it the yes and promise right across campus where we can have high level academics and high level athletics combined together to give a great experience for our student athletes. Uh, th that's something that's really important to me is combining those and really doing the best we can to provide for, for our student athletes. And Queens is, is really the, the full picture of that. It's, it's great at, at doing that. It's great at providing those, those opportunities for our student athletes to excel, uh, not just in competition. And I think that's really important. Um, so having that, that smaller feel with high-level athletics and high-level academics is really something that's great, and I love it. I don't think support staff gets enough credit. I think the average fan watches games on television or puts on the Queen Sports Network. They see the student-athletes on the field, the court, in the pool, and they don't think about the big picture and all the hard work and effort and sweat you know, the blood, sweat, and tears mm -hmm. that go into helping support 
what you are seeing in front of you, this spectacle that college athletics has become. So first, what led you to want to work in college athletics and have a long career that has spanned several states and several institutions at several levels? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, number one is the student athletes, right? We we want them to succeed, um, and again, just not just in competition. We want them to be uh, outstanding people academically. We want them to become leaders in their field. Uh, that's something that is really important to me. The academic side of athletics is is very valuable. It's a it's a an important piece that often gets overlooked. You mentioned sports staff don't don't uh, get the accolades, and I think that's the way it should be. We're not there for us; we're there for our student athletes. So, what I love about my job is everything that I do, every dollar that I bring in, goes to support our student athletes in some way. And your job responsibilities, there are a lot of them, include all of what? Yeah. So, generally speaking, I am. Uh, I'm in charge of the development, meaning all of our fundraising, all of our corporate partnership activities. I work very closely with our alumni, um, with our alumni office across campus. In particular, we do a lot of the events, a lot of hosting. Uh, really what it is is anything that goes into kind of the, the, the revenue generation side of college athletics, particularly at this Division II level. So I, I'm out constantly with uh, our corporate partners, with our alumni, Uh, with friends of the university trying to garner support again for our student athletes so that we can provide a better opportunity a better experience for them queen's athletics fund yes big thing that's you that's your baby yes how can people get involved and contribute to help support these student athletes there's a lot of different ways that that people can get involved Uh, actually coming up in two weeks we have our royals golf outing which is at Piper Glen. Uh, that's there's actually still a few spots left. So if people are interested in that, that's something that we can definitely do. Uh, th- there's also sponsorship opportunities within that. Uh, generally speaking, a lot of how people can get involved is is really just being on campus. I think that's a really important part of it. Come to a game, experience what we're doing, and then yes, consider consider donating back. Consider helping build what we're doing here. Uh, we're doing something really special. We love our student athletes. We want absolutely the best for them across the board. And part of that is the financial side. Uh, the university does a, a great job of providing kind of the basic stuff. And we are really responsible for, for we call it the, the, the margin of excellence, where anything above and beyond um, is really where the Queens Athletics Fund steps in. And that's that's through our corporate partnerships, our donations, anything like that. So, yeah, ultimately, we would love to have people donate back in some way, shape, or form, whether that's time or money or, or experiences, whatever it is. Um, all of those go to help provide our for our student-athletes. Is there a specific link that you can find on queensathletics.com? Yes. So, actually, the best place is connect.queens.edu. Okay. And, and you can connect.queens.edu uh, mm-hmm. okay. and there's a drop down box there and you can donate to the Queens Athletics Fund or to any one of our individual sports and what we like to say is that 100% of our donations go back to those sports that are designated for it, uh, it we don't take out any administrative fees on top or anything like that if you're donating to women's soccer for example it is going to women's soccer to help them okay connect.queens.edu yep and there's more information on the fund if you go to queensathletics.com as well. Yes. Um, is there any example of uh, someone who's been so generous that, that you can think of that, um, that that's a goal that maybe some would, uh, could look toward as this is a great way to help 
uh, you know, an example of a great way to help these student athletes. Yeah, really what we look for is, is things that will really move the needle. Uh, you know, that's a common phrase now, but it's, it's so true where we, we want to have those opportunities that are, that will really advance what we're doing at Queens athletics. Uh, what we're actually rolling out right now this week is the first, first event for this is what's called the champions club. Um, and that's an annual commitment of at least $5,000. But what that will do is really provide for the, our programs, those things that they wouldn't be able to get otherwise. Um, it is a significant financial contribution and we recognize that we are building out the program around that to recognize that significant contribution but man that will really help move that needle that will really help provide for our student athletes and make it sustainable for the future so where where in five years we can still be building those programs and building on the national success that we've had to the point where man we can be winning the Learfield mm. It's amazing to think about what yeah. the program has done, especially at the enrollment size. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if with your career in collegiate athletics, having been at a place like Utah Valley uh, and elsewhere, uh, if you could put into words uh, for the average fan that might just not uh, register it yet, if, if you could put into words just how big of a deal it is that a school the size of Queens has had the success that it has had oh, man. against some of it, it's – it's remarkable, isn't it? Oh, it's amazing. It's it, and that's one of the things that going back to your previous question, what really attracted me to coming here. Uh, so you take a look at the Learfield Directors Cup, the Learfield IMG Directors Cup, excuse me. Uh, uh, that is a ranking across all divisions for all sports, and essentially what it is is you get points for going to national competitions, uh, postseason tournaments. Queens is as ranked fourth last year. You take a look at the other top 10 schools, they all have enrollment of at least 15,000. They all have football. They all have uh, huge alumni bases. Uh, most of them are actually state-run schools, so they get, they're getting state funding as well. Uh, Queens, on the other hand, you know, we have an enrollment of about 1,600. We have 650 student-athletes. Um, we're the smallest. We're the only private in the top five. We don't have football, which is really uncommon. We try to take advantage of those opportunities that we can that we can really build where we can and um, keep keep good stewardship over the money that we have and keep keep building what we have in a way that is sustainable and and really will pay off in, in not just this year but in the future. Let's talk about the golf tournament. Yeah, um, I played in it last year. Did you win? Not even close. <laughs> Uh, my group, which uh, I was playing with uh, several media members, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think at some point we had six players in the group. I, I think we probably got DQ'd. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun, though. I think we were three under, which if you follow those scramble tournaments, you know, the winners are usually like 17, 18 under. <laughs> it was not a it you, was not a pretty showing. You know, one of these golf tournaments that I've run in the past, we had a prize for last place, and it was one of the uh, staff out on the course were at one of the holes where had water feature mm -hmm. and they was, he was just pulling golf balls out of the water all day. Maybe we could do something for that and <laughs> give you that, that last place prize of a bag of the, golf. There balls. may or may not have been a video going around the Queens department of athletics that was taken by one of our coaches uh, of me in the water at Irish <laughs> Creek a couple weeks ago, 
socks off, shoes off, hitting a ball from the mud that was right up against the shoreline. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. may or may not be going viral, at least within the Queens Department of Athletics. Hey, I love it. you got to do what you got to do. The golf tournament, though, you mm-hmm. mentioned a little bit about it before. Um, tell us a little bit more about some of the other um, opportunities that come from the golf tournament. Uh, because, you know, it's not just a round of golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other things. So what are they that come along with playing in the golf tournament? Yeah, one of the things that we really try to do is get uh, interaction with both our coaches and some of our student athletes. Now, it's it's on a Monday, so we, we can't have them missing class or anything like that. But we try to get some of our student athletes out there, greeting people, um, interacting with our friends that are golfing. Um, and really just making it a good time, just a, a fun, overall great experience for, for these people that are coming out. Um, we have lots of different companies that are that are sponsoring a foursome. There are also opportunities for sponsorships um, with a whole sponsorship or uh, flag sponsors, things like that, um, lunch sponsors, all of, all of those things are, are available. Uh, and really what it is is, again, we try to make it a, a good time, but to benefit our student-athletes. And so we we bring out these people, um, have a great time on the golf course, get to know the coaches a little bit, get to know some of the student athletes perhaps, and just have a great time doing it. The coaches, they stand uh, at the different holes. They, they walk around, drive around the course and greet people. Uh, and that is all of them. Even yeah. Jack McDowell, our 1993 American League Cy Young Award winner. Yep. If I could share a story to put in perspective for – uh, some of the uh, listeners who might be interested in playing in the golf tournament or supporting the golf tournament. Uh, here's a story from my group last year. Uh, I'm playing with media members. They deal with celebrities and professional athletes and coaches all of the time. Uh, one media member in particular that I was playing with uh, grew up in the Midwest, huge baseball fan, watched Jack a bunch. He's been around Charlotte Media now for years. Never met Jack. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jack's a great guy. you got to meet him. Yeah. And we get to a hole, and he was like a kid in a candy shop, and he wanted to talk all about baseball. But but here's Jack. Jack loves it. Jack wants to discuss it all. He loves talking about his playing career. He loves talking about the most recent trends in Major League Baseball. Uh, so it was a chance for uh, a fan to meet and get to know a Queens coach, um, a high-profile one at that, but a Queens coach. And uh, it's not just Jack McDowell. It's uh, all of the coaches across the board that these supporters who play in the golf tournament or sponsor the golf tournament have an opportunity to interact with on a, on a, just a personal basis. Is that correct? Right. And that's, that's one thing that I really love about the division two level in particular. Um, You know, Jack is, is pretty emblematic of this, but all of our coaches are so personable. They really just love the personal interaction. They love talking to people. They love hearing the stories. And, yeah, they love talking about their sport. That's that's what they do. And so having that interaction on a golf course, very casual interaction, um, man, you can't beat that in a lot of ways. And and Jack is, is definitely emblematic of that. You get all of our coaches out there from Bart Jeff Lundy. Jeff Dugdale will be Jeff, out there. I know he yeah, played in it last year. Yep, he'll the 10-time be out there. national champion. Which is it's amazing to me. And we have we have some of these really really successful coaches, and they'll be out there and just greeting people and having a great time. And that's what I love about it. How can someone specifically get involved? Maybe snatch up one of those last few spots that are going quickly playing in the tournament or get involved as a whole sponsor for the tournament? How can they do that? Yeah, the best way is either to reach out to me directly or you can go online to www.queensathletics.com. 
slash Royals Golf Outing 2019. Queensathletics.com slash Royals Golf Outing 2019. Yep. Okay. And that has all the information on it. Uh, again, there are just a few spots left, a few sponsorships left. Uh, we'd love to have people come out, anybody that, that would be interested. And one of the great things about this, too, is uh, this is this serves as a fundraiser for our teams as well. So all of our proceeds from the event go to benefit Queens Athletics. Uh, if if it's designated for a specific sport, the proceeds of that will go to the, that particular sport. Uh, so it's just a great way to have fun while benefiting Queens Athletics. Any other big projects coming up? We have a lot. We have some great events coming up down the road. Uh, again, I, I mentioned the Champions Club. That's going to be a, a pretty amazing thing. Um, and then looking forward, we have a homecoming coming up on February 15th. Uh, we'll have some uh, some uh, alumni events and things going on before that. But uh, the homecoming this year is actually really special because it's a Hall of Fame induction year. So we're going to be we have we have a great class that hopefully will be announced very soon. Um, so it's coming together pretty nicely on that and and just being a part of that with the Hall of Fame with the people that are involved in that with amazing things that they've done at Queens and since uh, it's going to be a great opportunity to celebrate them and what they've done. Family passes. Yeah. Can people purchase those? Is that a possibility? Yeah, absolutely. Um People can come in and or contact me or Phil, and uh, we can get them a family pass. It's good for all of our home regular season athletic events, uh, and we'd love to have people come out. It, it, just come and see what we're doing and how special these student-athletes are. Todd Nebaker, he is the Associate Athletic Director for Development, a lifelong in college athletics. You're not that old. I'm not that old. <laughs> He's been around. He's seen it all at all different levels. He's back at Queens. Uh, this was different, an interesting and different discussion, uh, but I think a discussion that's worthwhile. Uh, and, and I'm glad. I know you said that support staff, you don't want the uh, the spotlight. I, I'm glad to add uh, Queen staff members as now uh, qualifiers to be guests on the coaches show because I think that uh, Queen staff members and, and staff members in collegiate athletics as a whole who are outside of your normal uh, coaches and such who get uh, the spotlight. I think they deserve a little bit of the spotlight. Uh, so this was a great conversation. Uh, I, I hope the people step in and, and donate and support Queens Athletics. And uh, I wish you the best of luck in, in doing so, Todd. Thank you very much. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for having me. All right. Todd Nebaker, the Associate Athletic Director for Development at Queens. A reminder for all the latest information for the Queens Department of Athletics on social media, Twitter and Instagram. It's at Queens Athletics. On Facebook, Queens Royals. And, of course, the official website, and all the latest from the Queen Sports Network is on queensathletics.com. For Todd Nebaker, I'm Phil Constantino. This has been Episode 11 of the Queen's Coaches Show podcast.